0: It's been revealed five Hawke's Bay councils have been offered a take-it-or-leave-it deal by the government for the shared buyout of high-risk homes hit by extreme weather. In June, the government announced it would carry the cost with councils of buying out so-called Category 3 properties that are deemed too unsafe to return to. As part of the deal, the government will also contribute to flood protection that will give certainty to owners of other at-risk properties, as well as investing in roading. Now, there has been some discussion about that, but Napier Mayor, Kirsten Wise, says there's been zero negotiation about who pays what for the voluntary buyout scheme. And the five councils have to unanimously agree to accept what the government is offering or walk away.
1: The cost-sharing split was never open for negotiation. We were presented with an offer and uh, the Crown were not prepared to move on that at all.
0: So, sorry, just so I've got this right, it wasn't a negotiation, it was a take-it-or-leave-it offer from the government on the split. On
1: that, that's correct.
0: And so if you choose not to take it, what happens then?
1: Uh, that is a very good question, and that is something uh, that we have um, obviously already been discussing as a region in terms of, um, you know, if we decide not to accept this offer, where does that leave us? Uh, and the other part of this offer is that all five Councils have to um, decide to move forward with it. We have to unanimously agree um, for the deal to be finalised. So it is dependent on every single council being prepared to accept what's been offered to us.
0: How do you feel about that, that all of you have to agree on it? Uh, Well, it does make it far more challenging uh, because different councils
1: benefit in different ways from the offer that's been made to us. Um, Obviously, uh, some of the councils have no uh, property buyouts but then have significantly more requirements in terms of some of the infrastructure investment that we need. And so our negotiation team went in trying to... uh, broker a deal for a want of a, of a better description um, that met as many of the needs of the five individual councils as we possibly could uh, and you know there's varying degrees probably of satisfaction with where that offer has landed and um, now we will just have to wait for that formal debate and decision as I said at our meetings um, later this week.
0: Is it in good faith that the government comes to you and says we're going to talk about a buyout but it's this offer or no offer? Oh, look, you know, speaking for
1: myself personally, I did find that a, a little disappointing. Uh, and uh, there's been frustrations along the way. Uh, and, and we've just had to put our best foot forward and, you know, bear in mind that we need to ensure the, the decisions are made um as well for our community we're so conscious of people wanting to move on with their lives so it's that balancing act of not wanting things to take too long um, but also trying
0: to uh, negotiate the best possible deal we can for our communities. Kirsten who presented that to you was it the cyclone recovery minister Grant Robertson who told you that this was the only option?
1: Uh, Well, we've been working with his negotiation team, which is led um, by Chris White. So, uh, you know, that's how the information's been funneled between the Crown's negotiating team and our negotiating team.
0: So the only place where you could make gains is on flood mitigation and protections and funding for that? Flood
1: mitigation and transport infrastructure are the two areas where we have managed to make um, some quite significant gains, yes.
0: Do you think the offer on the buyout is a fair one, the take-it-or-leave-it offer. Do you deem it fair?
1: Uh, I think our community will struggle with the fact that we have had to... um, enter into a conversation around a cost-sharing approach. When you know you look at the Christchurch earthquake uh, where those property buyouts were 100% crown-funded. So, you know, we will be going out to talk to our community uh, about this after we have our meetings at the end of the week um, and, you know, I, I'm fully expect there to be some concerns raised by our community that uh, that our local ratepayers will be having to partially fund uh, these voluntary property buyouts.
0: when you say partially what half of it Uh, we can't actually disclose the details of
1: that at the moment because the minister hasn't provided that level of detail, uh, we need to wait till our council meeting, uh, or we will, you know, preempt uh, the decision. So as soon as we've debated the offer, uh, then we'll be in a position after that um, to provide further detail around what the, the overall offer looks like.
0: Isn't that around the wrong way that councils go behind closed doors, decide whether they like it, vote for it or not, and then tell the residents what they're getting?
1: Well we're bound by uh, obviously you know, the legalities of the situation and so the legal advice that we currently have is that we can't release that information publicly. As I said I have asked uh, our Chief Executive and our recovery lead to further discuss that with the lawyers because that would be my preference, is that we were able to make this information publicly available. Um, but we can't put the whole process at risk from a legal perspective um, if that's the legal advice that we're receiving.
0: Kirsten, what if they told you about what formula will be used to value the properties?
1: Uh, there's been a number of uh, conversations around that and it has been uh, stated that it will be based on pre cyclone um, you know, valuations, so we've got our team working through the detail around that at the moment as well. So that as we move into those those um, conversations with our community, then you know we can provide them with the assurance and information they need to make an informed decision around you know that that buyout for them.
0: And that's Napier Mayor Kirsten Wise. Meanwhile, councils in Auckland and Fiti are yet to reach an agreement with the government, despite the government's second deadline passing today.